welcome to Two Guys Gaming. On this episode, we're going to talk about a couple of Magic sets. We're going to talk about the recently released Masters 25 set. And we're also going to talk about uh, Dominaria, which is coming out next month in April. Joining me, as always, is Chris. How's it going, Chris? Oh, it's going fantastic. I'm, I'm happy to be back. Yeah. happy that we're, uh, we're putting out this podcast again. Yeah, same here. It's, uh, I'm ready to do it in, uh, on a regular basis. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, I'm excited, I'm pumped, I'm pumped for this. Yeah, same here. Let's do it. All right. So we both uh, were texting back and forth the beginning of the month, I think, about yeah. Masters 25, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, while well, we're trying to figure out if we're actually going to go in halves on a box or, or yeah. what. Yeah, yeah, I think that was the sort of, I, was, I said I was going to buy a box, but then I was like, oh, we could always go half on a box, and... You know, it didn't seem like boxes were that expensive, but then I remembered that there's only 24 packs instead of 36 packs, so then it seemed more expensive, of course, but still not out of the realm of possibility if there were going to be good cards in it. Or, I mean, there there's obviously good cards in it because it's a master set, but, you right, know, there's... Right. there's well, I mean, we, we definitely bought into the kind of the hype of, oh, it's, you know, it's 25, 25 years, and it's going to be, you know, cards sprinkled throughout the best... Right. And so we're kind of flying blind on it. Like, oh, yeah, we, we should definitely, you know, it'd be, it'd be great to open a box and, you know, put out a video. And, I mean, we're uh, we we're pretty close there. We found that deal online. Yeah, the, what was it? If you buy a box, what was it, like 180 bucks? Yeah, like yeah, it was even cheaper than the uh, suggested resale price. Right, right. It, was, it, it seemed like a great deal, but, and then, and then the spoilers came out. Well, that's the thing, yeah, when we were texting back and forth, it was basically all we knew at that point was Yace and, I think, Phyrexian Obliterator, was that the other one that had been released? Uh, yeah, the Obliterator and then, um, Azusa, Wasp Seeking. Oh, that's right, Azusa, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're not completely dumb. I mean, those are three really good cards. Oh, absolutely. Right out of the gate. And that's, of course, that's part of their marketing strategy, too. It's like, they released the spoiler for Jace, and then... Last was it last month? They unbanned Jace and Bloodbraid Elf and Modern and stuff yeah. like that. So it's yeah. like they know what they're doing. You know, every, oh, everybody, absolutely. everybody that looks at Jace, they look at the unbanning and they're like, all right, I'm going to buy a box and open a Jace and I'll be a modern hero or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> I mean, that's what I, that's how I was looking at it. Like, I'm not ashamed to say it. Like, yeah, I'll get my box, I'll get my Jace, I'll build my modern deck, I'll be on the tour. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll go pro. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to breathe. Okay. I'm not gonna pull a chase. <laughs> <laughs> say it with me. And then, as you say, the spoilers came out, and it's like these are a draft set, so of course they have to fill it with not not necessarily garbage, but just there have to be commons and uncommons in the usual distribution, so that it can be a draft set. Yes, I got a mythic. What is it? And it's 
freaking tree of redemption. <laughs> I would throw the biggest temper tantrum right in the game store, right on the spot. Are you kidding me? Yeah, now this I get thing it. is worth two seventy-five. <laughs> so you got back a quarter of what you spent on the pack. Exactly. Come on. <laughs> you, you, they, they shouldn't put cards like that in there. That's ridiculous. No, I definitely, I definitely agree with you there. Yeah, bulk, bulk bear and bulk mythics do not belong in these sets. No, absolutely not. Now, I mean, there's some. Uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, out of how many, how many cards are in that set? I think it's uh, what is it? I believe, yeah, it's two hundred forty-nine. Yeah, it's cards. a two forty-nine set. Yeah. So out of that, I basically found about maybe a dozen cards that are decent. I mean, other than you know Jace, which is a given, right. and Azusa and the uh, Obliterator. There's some other decent stuff. I mean, you have the uh, Vendelian Click. You know, that's, yep. that's a good one. That's, that's a good card. I mean, there's Brainstorm. Yeah, very good. There's Brainstorm, yeah. there's Click. Yep. Uh, uh, Talia. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, Dark yep. Ritual. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, uh, what was the other one I really like? Uh, Summoner's Pact. That yeah, really that's, a, that's the, a fun uh, the card. Green spell. You pay zero, but at your next upkeep, you better pay uh, two colorless and two green, or you lose, you lose the, game. the game. Yeah, that's that's a fun card. That was the one that they were running in the. Uh, oh geez, what was that deck? That stupid deck that was in modern for a while, with like the infinite mana. Well, there's so many of them. Is yeah, that true? Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> why can't I think of it? But they ran a Souza and yeah, that, that the the, the bounce lands and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, the one stupid. Yeah, the one stupid deck in modern. <laughs> you know the one. Like, all of them. <laughs> no, the one that played all the stupid bounce lands and, and crap like that. Uh, um, that they had to ban. Yeah. Oh, what is it? I know which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Everybody out there knows what we're talking about too. I just can't think of it right now. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Summoner's Pack. That's a fun. That's a fun card. The other big name card that has been reprinted. It was uh, Imperial Recruiter. That's a mythic. Yep. And everyone's freaking out. It's like three mana. Lets you you put it down. It lets you search your library for uh, was it a two or less or something like that. Yep, what is yep. it? It's a uh, yeah. With power two or less, reveal it. Put it in your hand. Okay. Like I get it. It doesn't let you put it directly onto the battlefield. And the thing's a one one. Right. Like, for three mana, you're going to get blasted. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I don't know why that, that card's... It's like $50, $60. I don't... I don't, I, I don't understand it. I mean, I'm sure there's ways to abuse it, but I, I, I just don't understand why that is was such a big deal and people are freaking out about it. Yeah, I don't... I don't, I don't even think I've seen that card, to be perfectly honest. Like, you're not missing much. <laughs> Oh, actually, I've seen the I've seen the I've I've seen that card in the in uh the the cube drafts that I've done every now and then. So I have seen the card. Right, right. But I like I haven't seen it. Maybe it's a uh, it must be like a commander thing. Like people. Maybe that's it. I mean, it's not legendary though. I I, I don't know. It just it, it just must be something that people can abuse in commander or something like that. Usually with these, I mean, 
usually with those types of cards, that's what it is, is that it's like one of those things where you can abuse it in Commander. Yeah. And, and it might just be in, might just be in cube decks, too. Like, people just want it for their cube decks and for their Commander decks or whatever. Maybe that's it. That's, that's the only I thing know. I can think of. I just don't understand why that was a mythic. I, I, I don't know. But, and and I'm, I'm a big... I, I think if there was one kind of card type I collect, it's lands. I love, like, rare lands. and So I was happy to see that the filter lands were being reprinted. Yep. Because all that means is they dropped the price of the originals. Right. So now you can get, like, Twilight Mire. I saw it for $6 on eBay. Oh, nice. I mean, that's down from, like, 20 So definitely doesn't make me want to go and buy a box, though. <laughs> no, no, not just... We, we dodged a bullet. Yeah, absolutely. That's. I mean, we came to that conclusion early last week. It was just kind of like, yeah, this set is not something that we should have bought a box of or even really been thinking of buying a box. <laughs> We're so weak, we bought into the hype. I know. Just well, be better than that. Yeah, well, it's, like I say, Wizards is good at uh, marketing. They know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, they, they do. Those bastards. <laughs> they almost got me good. <laughs> they almost got me, that's, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, other than that, it, and, you know, it doesn't seem, at least from what I've seen online, it doesn't seem like box prices have spiked. And if anything, I'm seeing a lot of people who share the same opinion as us. Yeah. That it's pretty weak for a master set. I mean, oh, so uh, I'm other than Sorry. getting Jace, there's mm. not much that's going to save. You're, you're probably not going to get your money back out of a box. Yeah, I think the, just, the big deal here mainly is going to be, as you were saying, the, the reprints, because I... And I, I don't know, I can't remember which one of these have been reprinted before, but, like, just some of the ones as I'm, like, sort of scrolling through the list here. I just saw Simeon Spirit Guide again, you know, so right, right. that's that's one. Ancient Stirrings is a big one, obviously, and a yeah, lot of decks. Utopia Sprawl. Utopia Sprawl, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we de- like I said, we, we definitely dodged a bullet. I mean, that would have been a horrendous, horrendous mistake. Oh, absolutely. Um, it would have been, lo- been a loss all around. about what you got from it. Yeah, yeah. 
besides pulling a foil case. Right. <laughs> you're not you're not gonna come out on top. Yeah, it, no, it's, just, it's not gonna happen. Nope, not even close. As as like I say, as I was scrolling through, it was mainly just, oh yeah, that re that's a pretty cool reprint. That's a pretty cool reprint. And again, not having looked over the previous Master series, I don't know how many of these have been reprinted even before. And that's I think that's what really sort of shocked me and disappointed me about this is that this was supposed to be M twenty five. This was supposed to be the one where they take from twenty five years of magic. So it's still like you see cards like Blood Moon and Regrowth, and I mean Blood Moon. For crying out loud, I understand that it's a popular deck and it's an expensive card, but it seems like they're constantly reprinting that card. And yeah, that... they, that's because they are. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, and I get that they have a very... I mean, even though there's thousands upon thousands of cards in the entire you know library of Magic, right? right. Yep. Uh, the, there's only a select few out of each set that people really desire right. that they want to see. So I can understand that they just keep kind of going back to what's familiar and comfortable, which is kind of more modern staples as, appo as opposed to more like vintage or legacy staples. Right. They're, you know, if you, if, I was surprised how it kind of came across as more just another modern master set. I thought it was going to be more than that. Yeah, it's very true that that you say that because other than Brainstorm, um, I don't. I, I mean, guys, Armageddon. That's kind of a vintage right. card, right? Uh, I mean, I there's think Doomsday. Oh, that's right, Doomsday. That's that's right. I do. Yeah. I do remember seeing Doomsday, which is a cool card, but right. And that's one that people have been asking for for a while now too. So I guess I mean they. Yeah. They peppered a few in, but it's really not, as you say, it's more of just a modern thing, which is funny because it seemed like they were trying to kill modern for a while there, but there was right. such, just such a backlash against it that, you know, modern's back on the tour and it's back as part of being there in their uh, stable, which is... Yeah, yeah, which is it's, it's surprising, but I guess it does show that, I guess, as a... a as a player and a fan of magic that you kind of have a voice right and you can make something happen and obviously like you said the backlash of modern going away was huge you can't say that well we're not going to support modern but hey guess what next month hey who wants to spend 300 bucks right, on right, a box exactly. of modern master right. <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true they, they may be masters at uh, marketing but that was not one of their finer moments at all no now that I say that, that's probably more of what was why they brought back modern. Right. Was they know that the modern sets are big hits and people go nuts for them, so they probably saw that okay, if we get rid of modern, there's not going to be as many people buying those boxes. Right. Well, the thing I'm about sorry, I, I I don't feel like I need to pay three hundred bucks to get some crazy powerful cards to beat the snot out of my buddy right. at the kitchen table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that's stupid. Well, it's funny because when we were talking last, I think it was around Christmas time of last year, You, we were texting, and I was talking about putting money away and maybe, like, getting a modern deck. The thing about modern is that modern is a format, an eternal format, quote-unquote, that is much more cost-friendly than vintage or, well, especially vintage, but even legacy. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, like you don't have to spend $10,000, $12,000 on a deck to get into modern. You know, I was looking right. at, I was looking at the dredge deck. The dredge deck was like three, 400 bucks or something like that, which is still silly for cards. But, you know, if you plan on being a competitive player, then three, 400 bucks, that's not too much to drop on a deck and get into the scene at least and, you know, see if it's even worth it. Right, right. I mean, I, I think the f- having played in quite a few uh, modern tournaments at this point, yep. I think the most frustrating part, and I can see it in my opponent's faces because you know me, I'm cheap. Right. Like, I, I'm playing I'm playing budget. Like, yeah, yeah. That's it. I, I find a way around. Um, for example, uh, I have a Bogles deck, and instead of playing Horizon Canopy, which, you know, it's... It's a green-white land, and if you tap it for each, it basically, you know, you get pinged one life. Right. I'm saying, well, yeah, that that card's, like, for some reason, is $65, I think. Wow. I'm not paying $65 for one card. Yeah, no. That's ridiculous. You're supposed to run, run, I believe, four of them in the deck. So I just went, and I spent about $350, Hmm. and I got myself City of Brass. Ah, there you go. Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm able to actually win games, and I'm winning games against people who are running Jund. And, <laughs> you know, that that deck is over $1,000 easy, because oh, you're running Tarmogoyfs yep. and Lilianas, and just to see the frustration in their face, like, yeah, you got beat by probably a $100 deck. <laughs> you got beat by a 350, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it, cost, it cost me 350 <laughs> 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 I crap on your Tarmogoyf. <laughs> It's, it's so it's funny to see people who, who do go out and they invest money in these really crazy, you know, these modern staple decks. Yep. And then they get blown out and you see the look on their face because you can tell they're doing the math in their head. Right. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> well, yeah, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mistake. <laughs> All right, so I think we're in agreement that. Masters 25, there's some good cards. Overall, bit of a disappointment. Uh, yeah, we're definitely in agreement on that. It's definitely a disappointment. And like I said, a lot of people online are, are saying the same thing, that it, it's a disappointment. It's it's a glorified, another modern master set that's not even as good as it's, the modern master that, set. That's true, because I've, I actually got to draft the set once or twice online, and... It, it wasn't even, like, for me, and admittedly, I haven't, like, drafted seriously for a while, so I might be out of practice, but it wasn't even that fun of a draft set. Like, I, the old Modern Masters draft sets, I just remember them being fun to draft because there well, were, there, there's archetypes there's that you, there. right, exactly, that's what I was just going to say, is that there's archetypes that you can draft, like, you can draft artifact, or you can draft green, black, um, I can't remember what green, but uh, sacrifice, you know, those yep. those kinds of decks. Like, there's actual synergies between the colors. Like, I didn't I didn't feel like there was much synergy with this set. It was just kind of like good stuff, but not even like really good stuff. Like, just okay stuff type decks are were really the only ones that you could put together. And again, I've only right. done it a couple of times, and I might be out of practice, but it just didn't feel like a strong set even for drafting, which is what it's supposed to be for. So. Yeah, yeah, and I guess 
maybe that's where the hang-up was with them, because they did promote it as more of a drafting set. Right. But they also said it was going to be the best of, you know, 25 years of Magic, or, yep. you know, yep. as long as it wasn't on the restricted list. Yep. Where it's going to be in the set. It could, be, it's a, gonna be, right, it could be in the set, yeah. Yeah, but it just seemed like someone with ADD put the set together. <laughs> that's like a good way. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, it was just all over the place. There's no synergy. Like, okay, maybe a couple cards interacted with each other. Right. But it was hard to, like, I mean, I haven't drafted it, so I can only, you know, I, I can just go on what I saw in the spoilers and just say, like, it didn't look like there was a lot of synergy. So I'm not, I'm not too surprised to hear you say that when you actually drafted it, that there was not a lot of synergy to it. Yeah, no, I, I usually, you know, and and this isn't the greatest draft strategy, but usually first pack, I'm. I more or less know where I'm going with the the deck that I'm building, but like even midway through the second pack, I'm like, what am I even doing with this deck? Like, what is happening here? Like, I'm I'm drafting colors, but so so what? Like, the colors don't do anything. With M25, there there's no general idea. It's no, just, you're, you're swinging wild. Yeah, and that's that's my thing. Like like literally halfway through the second pack, I looked at it and I'm like, this I I I don't know what I'm doing with this deck. Like I have no idea what's happening with this deck. Like even even if I draft a deck and I don't do well with it, like every once in a while, you know, I'll shoot you. And I'll say, hey, look at this great deck that I drafted. And you know, yeah. I mean, I'll go two and one or maybe one and one or whatever with it. But it was like, you know, that I just didn't feel that with this deck. It wasn't like it just did not come together in any cohesive fashion. Like, you got merfolks, you got horrors, you got, I mean, rats, you got, it's just, like you say, it's all over the place. Yeah, it, it is, it is. I think, like, you're not going to draft a, raft, a rat deck. Yeah, no, exactly. There's two rats in the Right, right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> How is that going to work? <laughs> nah, yeah, I think uh, it's, uh, it's just one of those sets where you draft a bomb rare and win, like, that's, like that's what or, or bomb mythic you're and win. Yeah, you're you're hoping you're getting Jace. I mean, let's let's cut to the chase. If you don't get Jace, yeah. don't know what to tell you. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 we are definitely in agreement that M25 huge disappointment. We'll see what the what the next uh, master set brings. I guess, which will I'm pretty sure will be another modern. Oh it, yeah, I mean at this point I think they sort of have to be all in on the modern as far as the yeah, masters definitely. go. Every once in a while, they might throw in Eternal Masters. Yeah, yeah. All right. So on to yeah. the next set, which releases next month, April, like the 20th or 21st or something like that, I think, is the pre-release. Yes, yep. So that's uh, Dominaria, which is going back to the beginning. That's sort of been their tagline, right? Yeah, yeah. And to a certain extent I see it and I think you noticed it yes. when you said you looked at it and you said it just kind of seems like a, a slower set right like it just seems slow and I I, I agreed and I still do to a, a certain extent but like I said then when we we're texting that well if you remember I mean at least you know I started playing back in the days of I think it was like Fallen Empires Ice Age yeah those games were always slower. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no, you know, channel fireball nonsense. <laughs> right, right. It was just, <laughs> it was just, you know, all, all the games are slower. And to a certain extent, I kind of see it with this set, what they're trying to do 
how they're trying to go back a little bit. Yep. But uh, I don't, I, you know, after really putting in a lot of time looking at all the spoilers that were leaked, yep. I don't, I don't really see that they've gone back other than slowing the set down and throwing in a mox, which, you know, I'll talk about in a couple minutes here. Yep. <laughs> uh, and icy manipulator and, it just doesn't feel like an old set, I right. guess. I mean, maybe that's not what they meant, but it just doesn't feel that way to me. Yeah, it doesn't, like, that's the thing. It's There's not a lot of, I mean, I guess there's some recognizable names like Karn and Urza and um, Teferi and Jaya or Gaia or whatever. So, I mean, I guess there's some names that are recognizable from previous sets. Um, yeah, what was Teferi? 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 I don't know how you say it. Teferi? <laughs> I can't even say it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, what was that? That, uh, that was back in Mirage. That was Mirage days. Yeah, it's been a while since we've seen. Yeah. Don't forget Squee. Oh, <laughs> really? Squee? <laughs> nice. Squeezak. Nice. Like he was in Weatherlight. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, yeah, there he is. Squee the Immortal. <laughs> nice. And then Llanowar Elves, that's back too. That's kind of interesting because they said they didn't want to do one mana mana dorks anymore. Yes, and that is actually uh spoiler alert for about five minutes from now. Uh, that uh, is actually one of my picks of the set. Oh, nice. Yes, yes, but uh, I guess I will, we'll get into that. Yep. Uh, uh, overall, the set, I, I actually... I like it. Mm -hmm. I think it's decent. At, at first look, it kind of looks kind of slow and a little wonky. Well, see that to, was, be, to be honest with you. I think that was my first because you would text me saying that the spoilers had gotten released early. That doesn't look like all of them, at least the page that I'm looking at. Like it's about 150 of the set, so yeah, it's it's yeah, a little over. More. Yeah, it's like a little over half of the set has been spoiled. Um, yeah maybe two-thirds of the set has been spoiled and when you sent me the link i checked out the link and i think i just sort of like just at a first glance it was like this, this set is eh. i mean i understand that they can't go crazy with standard sets or whatever but even so it was just looking at it it was like okay i don't i mean i don't know i'm not really like you say it's not they they, they were talking about going back to the beginning which i didn't really get that feeling and then I didn't really get the feeling that there there was too much new stuff, at least initially. But now looking at it, there's some, and, and looking at it a little bit closer, there's some cool stuff, you know, that we'll talk about when we talk more specifically, like the um, saga enchantments and the legendary yeah. sorceries and those kinds of things. Those are, those are kind of that's kind of those are kind of neat ideas. Yeah, I thought so, I, especially the uh, um, the uh, well, you just said it. The sagas. Yeah, the sagas. Yeah, those those are actually cool. I mean, the mechanic is basically the same thing as back in um, what was it, betrayers and saviors of what was it, Kawagawa or Kamigawa? Oh, Kamigawa, where, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the uh, where they had the leveling. Yep. It's kind of along the same lines, except it just kind of automatically happens at your upkeep. But some of them are some of them are pretty decent. I mean, it's it's kind of it's kind of neat. Yeah, I was just looking at just. Looking at it in this Phyrexian scriptures is kind of cool. Oh, the the black one. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one is cool. I think that one's the best one, to be honest with you. I was going to say, yeah, that, that's the kind of that's the kind of uh, card that you would see probably end up being like a sideboard in a, in a modern deck, or you might even run one in your main deck if you can find room for it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially that, yep. that third step. Of course, you destroy all creatures and then you exile them. That's pretty... Uh, that's pretty backbreaking. <laughs> uh, a little bit. There's not much you can do. About <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You you've got nothing, and now you've got nothing. So congratulations. Uh, you, have to, you have to definitely have some enchantment removal sideboard there. Yeah, absolutely. Or, I think the biggest disappointment of the set, and we're in agreement on this, was Karn. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'll take that as affirmative. <laughs> poor poor Karn. Yes, yes. Talk about watering him down. <laughs> Basically, his plus one is basically you get a card draw. Yep. You, you draw two, and then your opponent basically picks one yep. that you get to keep, or and one that goes away, and then you can play the one that goes away, and I think it's like a minus one for you to play that card, right. or something like that. But, yes. Oh my god, awful in comparison <laughs> to like the, I mean the the, the modern version is just brutal. I think it's backbreaking. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's like a Tron staple. So it, I was very, very shocked to see how weak it actually was. Yeah, that was one of the first cards that I, when I saw it played, I was the, the modern version of, the, the old version of Karn. And I saw it played and I was just like, wow, that's, yeah. that's, that's just an incredible card. Yeah, no, absolutely it is. And then to get something like this where it's like, um, basically... What if it almost feels like a um oh what's the guy's name the the Tezzeret it kind of feels like a Tezzeret card almost like it's not really it doesn't do Karn things yeah it does like yeah. it does Tezzeret things yeah it's like uh, it's awful yeah it's, <laughs> it's such a weird card yeah I don't really understand it I mean and people are saying like oh it's not bad but I think. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly looking at it right now. Yeah. And even the, it just, it, the, the card itself has no synergy. Right. Right? Because right, right. if you look at his, the minus two, which is apparently the ultimate, which is apparently crap, <laughs> which is create a zero, zero colorless construct artifact creature token with this creature gets plus one, plus one for each artifact you control. Right. But I'm not seeing anything like that on that on his card that creates an artifact. Usually there's some sort of synergy right. where it's like, oh, you know, this your creature turned into or put an artifact creature token on there. That's So basically it's a one one. Well would it resolve as yeah, a one one? Because it's zero zero and then it gets oh yeah, it would resolve it as zero zero, then it would get a plus one plus one for itself being on yeah, the so, so it's it's for one one, unless right, unless you're running artifacts, which I didn't, I don't know, I didn't really see that there's a, a lot of artifact love necessarily in the set. I mean, no, there's there's a couple really really good ones. Um, obviously the the main uh, good one is the one that everyone's gonna be after is Mox Amber, right? Because it's a Mox, <laughs> yeah, so right. you know it's eventually gonna be worth you know not as much as the originals, obviously, but it'll. Eventually, years down the line, I'll probably go for 80, 90 bucks. Right, right. I mean, it's 
I mean, that card is just disgusting. <laughs> and I have a feeling that that's the card that might see a ban at some point. I just, I just have a feeling about it. I, when, yeah. I, when I first saw it, I actually started, and you know, I like to do this, where if I see a card, I actually start kind of hashing out a deck list in my head. Yep. Like, just, just a way to kind of like, okay, uh, how, how can I build around this card? And the one card that, and I texted you this, yes. was Zergo Bellstriker. See, now so. you texted me that, and I was looking at the two cards, and my brain doesn't work the same as your brain, so, like, I didn't, I didn't see what you were getting out with that. So, I mean, uh, I can, I can, I can give, I can give you an example right now. Okay. So let's say you're you're playing it in the most untalented of modern decks. Yep. And I'm not talking about mill. I'm <laughs> talking about burn. Oh, okay. So, so in a burn deck, okay. So let's say turn one, you play you play a mountain, right? Yep. You throw down Zergo. Okay. So. All of a sudden, you have a legendary creature down there right. with one red, and now you play your Mox Amber okay. for zero, so all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you're ramped into one more. You play a Goblin Guide with haste since a 2-2, two, two. Oh. so it swings for two damage. Now, where it kind of gets really crazy is right on right on turn two, right? Yep. You play another land, and let's say you play like a cheap little burn spell, let's say uh, let's say a lava spike. Right. Sorcery three damage. So right there, three damage, right? Yep. And now you tap your mox and you play uh, your reckless bushwhacker, mm-hmm. which pumps everything up because you just played a spell. Oh. Yeah. And that's right there. You pump everything up, so your Zergo gets pumped up. Your goblin guy gets pumped up. So that's what eleven damage on turn two. Okay. So all of a sudden, your opponent. They're down to seven, seven life on turn two. Okay, so I saw a couple weeks ago. I saw a few. I don't, I don't remember how many people, but there were a few people that were playing Goblin in the modern uh, SCG. I think. So yeah. I, I think maybe what they're doing is they're kind of looking forward and they have the same considerations as you do. Yeah. Where, yeah, they're going to be, you know, basically bombing people for. 11 damage in one turn. Yeah, I mean, you're talking basically uh, it's going to be possibly a turn 3 kill unless you have answers. Yeah. And with burn, it's tough to have answers because those people are cheap. They just go straight to your face. That's the thing. It's just, yeah, Lava Spike you, Lightning Bolt you, go. Goblin Guide you, go. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's just like, there's not much you can do. That was like the initial thought I had. It was just like, wow. This card is extremely, extremely powerful. Now, I understand that it's really powerful when it comes to one-drop legendaries, which I think there's only two of right now, which is Zergo, and it's, which is, and then there's one that's actually still standard legal, and that is the green one. I forgot her name, but she's the one that creates little tokens. Okay. She's like a one-mana, whatever, one-mana green, but she creates tokens, so she's not super powerful by herself. Right. But even just having that initial ramp mm-hmm. is, I don't know, uh, kind of, if you take Mox Amber, and then all of a sudden you have Land of War Elves in standard now, which is, that is, I mean, it sounds silly, but that is, Land of War Elves is one of the most powerful cards in this set. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Because 
now all of a sudden the um, was it one of the metas of standard right now is red green dinos. So all of a sudden now you're ramping out these these dinosaurs even faster. Yeah. So you throw this legendary, you know, this legendary one green in there, and then you throw in your zero mox turn yeah. one. All of a sudden you're ramping out even even faster than if you played a land or elf. So it's it's. It's kind of crazy. I have a feeling it'll be interesting. It'll be an interesting uh, standard season once this comes out. Yeah, <clears throat> that is that's crazy to uh, that you mentioned that because it's been yeah. a while since we've had decks in standard that have been that fast. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be. So it's it's strange, right? At, at, based on our observation of this is a slow set. Mm-hmm. How <laughs> two cards actually the set itself might be slow, but it actually speeds up standard as a whole. Right. I don't know, it's 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 kind of crazy that way. It's a weird, there's like a hidden power level to this set that you really have to look at. That's, that's very true, that there's more to it. Because like, like I said, I, I just kind of, when you first sent me the link, I just looked through the cards and I'm like, okay, yeah, those are cards. They're magic cards. They do stuff. Like, <laughs> But it wasn't it wasn't until you started to, to really pinpoint certain cards like the Mox Amber. And you, you made that point and I still didn't get it. Like, because like I say, my brain doesn't, go down those same avenues that your brain does, but... It's a scary avenue, buddy. It is, yeah, it's, it's not... No, that's the, that's the thing. It's, dark that's, that's the thing. It, that's not exactly a place I want to spend a whole lot of time, so that's probably why I don't go there very often. <laughs> it's like, oh, burn is going to be more powerful? Great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or potentially more powerful. <laughs> so what, uh, you had some... Other... I was going to say, yeah, you had some other cards that you, you mentioned? Yeah, uh, I think one or the other yeah. I think you're going to see a lot of play, and I don't know, I don't think it's necessarily going to see a lot of play in standard, right. but I do see it becoming a huge cyborg card in modern, because yep. again, I'm a modern guy, I, I mean, I'm kitchen table, yep. but uh, every competitive game I play is in modern, so right. I kind of think that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Damping Sphere, which is artifact, cost two, and its ability is if a land is tapped for two or more mana, you only get one out of it. Huh. So instantly, it kills Tron. Yeah. That's it. Tron's Oh, <laughs> that's, okay, uh, that's what you were talking about, because I, I had texted you something about Tron, and you're like, oh, you know, Tron might be dead after this set, or at least yep. inhibited, but okay, now I, yeah, I see that card. Because I was looking for the card, but I guess it hadn't gotten around yet, because I was like, you said something, I'm like, oh, Tron killing artifact, or whatever, and Dominaria, but they, it hadn't like made the rounds yet on the uh, the message board, so I couldn't find the card. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's going to be a game changer in uh, in modern. Yeah. Now, besides uh, um, spinal extraction, which lets you know remove a card, and you basically go through the person's deck, remove all instances of the same card. Yeah. So people just say, "I'm taking out Urza's mind," right? And then all of a sudden, you're like, "Okay, that's great." <laughs> so I have all these colorless lands. I add one. Awesome. Yeah, well, that's so. that's this damping sphere. All it does is it just makes your uh, all your Tron lands wastes basically. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah that's exactly. <laughs> there you go. Tap for one. Tap for one, yep. bro. Ooh. <laughs> and each spell. Yeah, yeah. Each spell a player casts costs one more to cast for each other's spell that that player has cast this turn. That's kind of that's kind of uh, that's kind of brutal for Storm too. Oh yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. That's. I mean, that, is, that, that part affects you too, but yeah, just the ability. To hinder what your opponent's doing. Right. If you're playing any ramp deck, uh, what's 
uh, the other one, let's say uh, my favorite deck that I own is Green Devotion. Yep. All oh, of a sudden, yeah. my Nixos taps for nothing. Right. It taps for one. <laughs> one colorless. Uh, like, okay. Yeah. Like that's. I basically stripped away its ability. So it's it's kind of a, a nasty card. That is such a crazy and card. Yeah, that I mean, not just modern, but I could see people sideboarding that in Legacy and Vintage even. Absolutely. That's yeah. That is a good card. Holy cow. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it basically it is. I, I didn't even think of the the storm aspect. Yeah. And that that's a really good point. Is that it also causes storm to go away in a way. I mean, because whole point right. is. Storm as you're playing all these one mana cantrips. Yep. And, and now all of a sudden, second the, one costs two, third one costs three, fourth one costs four. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. Like, your deck's not fast enough at this point, and your creatures are too weak to do anything. Yeah, right. Like, you're not gonna grape shop for anything. No, no. And by the time you grape shop, yeah. grape shop costs about eight. Yeah, it's gonna cost you seventy five <laughs> mana to cast a grape shop. <laughs> <laughs> no, that yeah, is a really uh, good card. So that's that is that is one of my picks. Um, I already said Land of War Elves. Yep. Uh, another one, since I just talked about Devotion, yep. is it's an uncommon, and it's an elf. It's called Steel Leaf Champion. Okay. Now, it costs three green for a 5-4 that can't be blocked oh, here it is. Yeah. By, power, by creatures with power two or less. Like, right there, that is, that is I, I want it for my green devotion deck. That's a bananas card, because, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the value in that, three mana for a 5-4, yeah, I understand it doesn't have trample or anything, but still, whatever blocks, it's getting taken out. I mean, Absolutely. It's, yeah, it's, I really like that one. Plus, if it's, I mean, plus really, if, really powerful. yeah, I mean, if you're running some, if you're running mono green, then if you're playing that on three, chances are it's not getting blocked for, till turn four or five, maybe. Yeah, exactly, you're sneaking in for you're sneaking in for five. Five, maybe ten. I mean, with green devotion, I mean, instantly. Right. You know, that's that's just, you, your opponent better hope they have the damping sphere. Yeah, no kidding. Because it's going to get out of control pretty quick. Yep. Um, so that's going on. I'm also really excited to see the enemy checklands come back. So I'm excited. Uh, I actually just got sulfur, sulfur Falls from a friend. Yep. So, and... <laughs> I mean, I thought I got it for a deal, but now the price of it's going down because it's getting reprinted. Right, right. Like, oh. <laughs> so I, I, you know, Sulphur Falls, uh, Woodland Cemetery, yes. Cliffstop Retreat. Well, what's it on? Isolated Chapel. Isolated Chapel, Chapel yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty excited to see those. And then, oh, what else is a good one? Oh, uh, Lyra Dawnbringer. I don't know if you've seen her. She's an angel. Okay. And she's cost five mana, but you get a five-five flying oh, here you go, yeah. with first strike, lifelink, and plus she gives all other angels plus one plus one. Oh my goodness! For five, that's, like the value in yeah. that is crazy. It's through the roof. She's she's really really good. I was impressed by that. Yeah, I just saw um scrolling through. I just saw this Lana War Scout card too, which is um looks like green is is sort of going. And I it, it makes sense if they're going back to the beginning, but it seems like green is getting some ramp help. Because this land of our scout, you tap it and you put a land from your hand onto the battlefield. So. Oh yeah. yeah with that, with that, your dorks. Kind of on the uh, honorable mention list. Yep. yep. Say, okay, you're you're ramping up now. You have you're able to play more than one land. Right. Exactly. Turn. Yeah. Yep. Which is. I think that's an uncommon. Uh yes. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, that's pretty powerful for an uncommon. Absolutely. 
Yeah. Green, green is going to be uh, looks like ramp stompy for a while here. So these dinosaurs, this is these dinosaurs are going to rule for the foreseeable future. I, I'm fairly sure on that. I, I, everything is pointing towards that. That dinosaurs is going to be the one to beat. Yeah. I know right now was it like Grixis energy or something like that is. Yeah, it seemed like everybody was on Grixis this weekend yeah. from what I could see. Yeah. I don't know. I think uh, red green dinos is going to be pretty fast. Seems like, yeah, with the, yep. the ramp that they're getting, and that's just from, like I say, a little over half the set, so yeah. who knows what yeah. else they could be getting. Yeah, it's just pretty nuts. Mm. Uh, I'm actually, I think he, well, I mean, I don't think there's going to be any other Planeswalker, because I think usually they stick with three mm -hmm. at most in a set, so I think Teferi is the best as far as um, the Planeswalkers go. Like, he's, obviously he's expensive, right? Right. He's cost five mana to get him out, and you get... For five mana, you're getting four loyalty, which doesn't really add up because usually your loyalty kind of matches your mana cost yeah. in a way to get value. I mean, his just the, the plus one of you get to draw a card and at your end step, you get to untap two lands. I mean, right there, I mean, that just goes into counter deck. Yeah, I was just going to say, deck. yeah, I was just going to say that, yeah, he can't really defend himself, but. You know, you got your two lands to counter whatever spell they're going to play anyhow, so... Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, I'm going to untap whatever in blue, and then, you know, yep. you can play Vapor Snag or yep. whatever. Yeah, any right, any sort of two-mana blue... Yeah, any any sort of two-mana blue spell that does what blue spells do. Yeah, exactly. There's not much anyone can do about it. Yep. And then, I like it's... Uh, this is plus one is really powerful, in my opinion, but I like the... Um, the minus three, mm -hmm. which is to put target non-land permanent into its owner's library third from the top. Yeah. Because all that's doing, you're screwing up their tempo. Right. I mean, you're basically playing a counterspell tempo deck. You're throwing this in there, and that's it. Yep. I mean, it is, it has your name written all over it. It's fun <laughs> police. That's absolutely. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, that is, I hadn't seen that card before today, yeah, but yeah. yeah, that's a fun little card there. I, I don't know. If the um, you'll ever actually get to the ultimate on it, it's pretty rare to get to the ultimate. Yeah, usually. These, but the ultimate is pretty powerful mm. too. If you can get it whenever you draw a card, right. exile tire permanent and opponent controls. That's the thing you're going for. So you'd have to go. You have to go five turns to get to the ultimate and still have him on the battlefield, so that you could draw two cards and exile two things at a time. I mean, at that point, you probably won the game anyhow. No, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> But still, it's yeah. The I mean, the ultimate is pretty powerful, but I don't see it happening very often at all. Mostly, you're just gonna like tick up, tick up, and uh, get rid of something. Tick up, tick up, get rid of something. Is most yeah, likely, yeah. most likely how you're gonna play that card. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're not even really looking at that ultimate because, like you said, you're 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 probably not gonna get there. Yeah. I mean, I thought there was a card in the set. I I don't know it off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, but. That I thought it allows. I think it gives a uh, planeswalker that comes into play. It yeah. gives them two additional loyalty when they come in. Oh wow! Yeah, I thought there was a card like that. I was pretty sure. I just don't know the name of it now. Right. So I guess if you have that in your deck too, then you're in good shape as yeah. far as getting to that point. But yeah, then I mean, then it makes the ultimate much more, much more likely. Yeah. Plus yeah, in a way, I mean, plus in a white blue deck, you're you're fun policing them to death anyhow. So like, you know, they're they don't do any, or you make sure they don't do anything until you get to turn five, and then turn five you play him, and it'd be almost backbreaking. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I 
a it's a game ender. Once you get him out, I think that's I think that could be it. My blue is back, baby. No, I won't go that far, but <laughs> calm down. Calm down. <laughs> You're just gonna get run over by dinosaurs, so forget about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, look, I had this guy in my deck. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to touch it? Uh, I think the just to touch on the um, the one that you pointed out first, which was the Phyrexian scriptures. Yep. That one is, and now that I'm actually looking at it, that one is insanely powerful. Yeah. I, I can see why it's a mythic. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. it costs four, but <laughs> you're basically, you're making it so you have the only existing creature. Yep. And you're wiping everything out. Yep. And you're exiling everything out of their graveyard. That's, I mean, that's the thing, is that not only are you killing everything, but then the next turn you're exiling it. Yeah. That's, that's brutal. That's you're insane. Like, you're not reanimating that. Yeah, no, that's God. exactly right. Yeah, you're not. There's no dredge. <laughs> yeah. That's that's why I was thinking about it, and uh, like that it could be like a modern sideboard card. Is I mean, it, it you know it takes a few turns to get there, and there's better graveyard hate, but still, you know, I mean, yeah, any graveyard hate that you can get is welcome. Yeah, especially in modern. I mean, it, it pays to have cards like that. I sure. mean, I could see that fitting in if you're playing um, affinity. If you're playing Affinity, oh, you'd want wow, that yeah. card. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're basically getting rid of everything that they have, and all your creatures are artifacts anyways. Yep, yep. And that, that, card, that card, I wouldn't be surprised to actually see it show up in some modern uh, sideboards. That's, I mean, that's a good point for uh, for Affinity. I hadn't even thought of that. Um, I'd, like you said, there's there's faster options. Like, um, was it Relic of Progenitus? Yeah. That, I think that costs like one or two. Right. And you basically you can exile everything in their graveyard. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace is another one. That's the big one. Uh, yeah, I mean, all in all, I think it's a it's a powerful set, but it's sneaky powerful if you know what I mean. That's yeah, no, that it, it absolutely is because I, I'm at the risk of repeating myself three times now. You know, when you first look at it, you're like, yeah, these are magic cards. They do magic things, and nothing really jumps out at you necessarily. But then as you start to dig deeper into it, you're like, oh, this mox is uh, it's a mox like. <laughs> We're getting a mox. Yeah. We're getting a new mox. That's that's pretty sweet. And you know, you got the one yeah. mana mana dorks, and you got the the other ramp guy, the other Llanowar guy that allows you to ramp. So yeah. you can yeah, do I mean, some things. There's, there's a lot in the set. It's just you have to really look at it. Yeah. To see and see where can these cards can actually be applied. I mean, that's I true. think as far as standard goes. Yep. I don't think it's too much of a game changer. No. I think other than dinos, which now I've repeated myself five times, <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm going to win, Sean. I'm going to win. <laughs> I, I just, uh, I think it, there's just a lot of modern usable cards in this set right now. And I think there's ways to get these because it's initially a slower set, but in modern, you have more sneaky ways of getting higher cost cards out faster. Right. This is not, I don't know, it might be a good card, but um, I was just flipping through and I just happened to see that the this Knight of Grace, do you know that one? Uh, no. It's one in a white, it's 2-2 uh, with first strike, but it also has hexproof from black. So it's not pro-black, it's just hexproof from black, which means that your opponent can't cast black spells on it, but you can, which I find, I find interesting. I don't know if I've ever seen that on a card before, but 
Maybe it's been on. Uh, oh well, this this one has hex proof from white. This knight of malice. You know that's a that's a pretty good observation because usually it says like protection. Pro. Yeah, it's usually pro, which means that you can't yeah. play it at all. But yeah, yeah, but hex proof. That's uh, interesting. Hex proof from a particular color. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I've ever seen that before. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> as far as scanner goes, I mean, uh, I figured I would I would bring this up. I'm not sure if you've if you've heard of it yet, but uh, Wizards has put out a new format. Yay! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The brawl format. Uh, yeah. Yep. So that you know that one seemed interesting to me, to be honest with you. Well, they made the announcement based on the Fire Song and Sunspeaker card that came out, right? They said that that was specifically built for the new Brawl format. Well, the, yeah, I, I, excuse me, that card is, uh, that card's pretty nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I think it costs, what, six? Yeah. Red instant sorceries have life blink, and yeah. whenever you play a white instrument or sorcery that you gain life from, it does three damage to a target creature or yeah. opponent. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty brutal, but it's six. Right. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, it's six. I mean, you don't have to play it necessarily in the Brawl format, because I know Commander. Commander is big on mana, like, obviously, because you need a lot of mana to, to cast the cards that you have. So I don't know, because the Brawl format, the Brawl format is basically Commander, but it's a 60-card deck instead of a 100-card deck, and it's only standard legal cards. Is that how it works? Is That's how it differs, right? Yes, yeah. It's standard legal. You start with 30 life. Oh, 30 life, right, to, right. Yeah, as opposed to 20, and um, you can have a Planeswalker as your commander. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, any Planeswalker, not just, like, I know in Commander there's only certain Planeswalkers, there's only certain Planeswalkers that are commander legal, an actual commander. Uh, I was pretty sure it was any Planeswalker. Yeah. I mean, I might be wrong on that, but I was, I'm... No, I, 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 I mean, I did see that, so it's, you're, you're probably right, but... I'm just looking at the uh, the multicolored cards because I scrolled down to look at Fire Song and Sunspeaker because I knew they were the reason or they they were the ones that they used for the announcement for the brawl. So I was just looking at the color the multicolored cards and there's Shauna Sisay's Legacy, green and a white. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, she can't be the target of abilities your opponent controls. She gets plus one plus one for each creature. Yeah. That seems like yeah. it could be a fun uh, fun little commander to run on this new brawl format. With your mana. I mean, this set, this set, I mean, like you said, the Fire Song and the Sunspeaker yep. being the whole catalyst for it. I mean, I think in general this whole set is because every time you open a pack, you get one legendary in the pack. Well, that's right. You did say something about that. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not too surprised that they decided to come out with a um, kind of a standard commander mm. format, which, I mean, who knows if it'll take off. But right. I think because it's not... Uh, I guess made by by the fans, like you know, tiny leaders and right. frontier. That it'll, it, I think it has a chance. I think they're, you know, they're gonna try to promote it. Yep. So I mean, we'll we'll see where it goes. But it definitely interested me because we when we draft, we basically draft all new sets. Right. So we have all these standard cards. So it kind of you know, that's a good it's point. It's nice. It's like oh, we can play a, a couple a couple commander games right. too. Right. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about like powered. Because that's what I usually hear from people is that, you know, when I play online, they put commander games together and they're like, no infinite combos, please. You know, because yeah. it's, you know, everything is legal. So 
people put together these crazy decks that just do infinite combos, and you're like, okay, yeah, we get the point, but can the rest of us play Magic, please? No, you just watch. <laughs> this is Twitch. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never really played other than playing uh, you in a couple of Tiny Leaders yeah. games. I've never really played, like, all, all in all Commander. Actually, I take that back. We did play one real Commander game way back. Yeah. And you played a Simic deck. Yes. That absolutely smoked me. Yeah, I still have that deck. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that now. I mean, it was, it was fun. 100 cards is a lot. It is. Yeah, it's so much. So, I mean, I guess it's kind of nice that you're down to 60, and, you know, it's easier to figure out, you know, you already know what the how many lands you need to right, run in the right, deck. Right. So it's just much more familiar to me, so it just feels like, I don't know, something I'd really be into. I mean, honestly, it kind of sucks that it's only for standard. Right. So I don't like to get roped into just, you know, a format, and then all of a sudden the deck's no good. But I think right, for, right. you know, our purposes, what we do, I mean, I think it might be fun. That's a good point. You make a good point. Like, that's one of the things that I liked about Tiny Leaders was that <coughs> the decks were smaller, so they're more streamlined. Like, I did put together the one Simic deck because I usually try to just mess around with whatever format I hear about and just have fun with it. And then there was, I think, I, I tried to put together a, shoot, who's the blue-white dragon from, oh, what the heck's his name? From Dragon? From Dragon's Dark here? Yeah. Uh, Ojutai. Ojutai, right, right. I, put, I tried to put together an Ojutai deck, and I did okay, but, like, you know, you have so many cards to pick from, and then just like you said... It's it's good to have all those cards to pick from, but at the same time, like you start to get overwhelmed, and you're like, oh, I want one of these, and 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 I should have one of these, and then by the end of it, you don't even know if you have a coherent deck, because you're just throwing in cards that are good. I mean, they're good cards, but do they actually do anything, type thing, you know? Yeah, it's basically playing an M25 Commander. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Throw a whole bunch of junk together, and hope it works. <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> yeah, once you sleeve 100 cards, it's things like five inches tall. Yeah, it's, <laughs> uh, it's not fun. You have to <laughs> shuffle, like, two parts. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I kind of thought that was interesting, so I'm kind of glad that, you know, other than, you know, they're creating this, this set, which looks which looks pretty promising. Yeah. Their their R and D group has been doing a lot of different kind of stuff lately. Like they have the board games. Well, they've had the board games for a while, but now they have like the the set specific board games. Like with Ixalan, they have the uh, Explorers of Ixalan game, and then um, they're gonna do one for this set too. And then I feel like there's another one that I'm forgetting that I played that I played with the boys a couple of times from the previous set. Dang man, my brain is just stuff is leaving me. But <laughs> but the the board games have been fun because they add a different aspect to it, and it's I don't know if it's helped bring people into the 
the game from outside of the game, but at least there's that entry point where it's like you don't have to go out and you don't have to spend all this money on cards. You can just buy the game. It's completely self-contained. It's like 40 or 50 bucks or something like that, so it's a little pricey, but it's self-contained, and plus it comes with cards. Like, it's still magic. You know, you're still playing magic. It just has the the Ixalan game is you just, you have these these tiles that you put down, and yeah. as, as part of your turn, you can collect one of the tiles, and the tiles do things like they give your creatures plus stats, or you know, they might give your creatures hexproof, and you're looking for the lost city of whatever the lost city is in Ixalan, and if you get that card, then it's like, gives you, it's a really, really powerful effect. I, you know, we're talking about this through text, and I, I really need to pick up one of the board games, because yeah. I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah, they're, they're, they're fun. Because it's magic, yeah, you're still it, playing magic, it just has this added dimension of something else on top of it, which is pretty cool. And plus, like I say, you get the cards, so you're spending 50 bucks, but you get four four standard legal decks. Are they, I don't think they are standard legal, actually, now that I think about it, because I think some of them have yeah. some older cards. But you get four decks that you can play, so even if you don't want to play the board game, you can just... I mean, for 50, 40 or 50 bucks, you get four decks that you and your friends can part around with and maybe build something better from them, which is kind of cool. Yeah, absolutely. But I like actually, what they're... Uh, I was just going to say that even if you're a non-magic player, like my buddy's wife, she's like really into the board games. Yeah. She thinks they're really, really good. She loves them. She said anytime me and uh, uh, my my wife go over there, she's always suggesting that we play it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's like really. So I guess it is. Uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it is bringing in people from outside of the game, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess. Uh, some, I mean, other than M25, some pretty exciting stuff. Yep. Um, coming out in the world of, of magic. Definitely. So, uh, pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Cause I know, you know, in the past year or so, that means you have kind of been in a love-hate relationship with the game. Right. Where it's you kind of like, oh my god, it's the same thing. It's the same decks. Right. Kind of running things, or you just kind of get bored with it. We just keep going back and forth where it's like, you know, a new set would come out, we'd be excited for a couple of months and then wouldn't be excited anymore. And then a new set, you know, just kind of got into that cycle of up and down and up and down and up and down. But uh, other than M25, I've been pretty up on the game for quite a while now. It's a good place to end it on, so we'll end it there. I'm doing this after the fact, so Chris isn't here. But I think I can handle it. If you haven't already, find us online at www.twoguysgaming. That's the number two, guysgaming.net. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, at either Two Guys Gaming or New Band Blonde, you can search for in most cases, to find us at any of those places. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening, and bye. This is where Chris would say, bye guys.